What is up, everybody? Good morning, and I'm excited for you to be joining us with Shred Live, hanging out with one of my newest friends. And guys, if you don't know who Phil Shoemaker is, you it must be sleeping under a rock because this guy is absolutely changing the industry, revolutionizing, if I could say, because I mean he's had a long career as an executive within the mortgage space, and he's doing some incredible things at Home Point Financial that we're gonna be talking about here in a second, but Nonetheless, Phil, you're an absolute cleaner. You're doing incredible things, and it's just an honor and a pleasure to be hanging out with you this morning, brother. Thanks, man. Happy to be here. Uh, you, well, that's that's a high bar you just set, so I appreciate that. <laughs> well, it's a you're you're living up to the standards. That's the cool part about it is you're one of those guys who's actually making it happen, and and that's and you and I were kind of having a conversation before we even got on here. And there's so much opportunity to collaborate. There's so much opportunity to work together, and we're going to be talking about that here in a few minutes. But really, you're one of the guys who's emulating, who's not just talking about it. You're living it. And to, and to be honest, I, and I can't get it too much in this conversation. But I was I was hanging out with some big big retail guys, and your name came up, and the things that you are doing, and what Home Home Point is doing. So that's pretty cool. When the fact that the retail space is talking about you in particular and some of the things you're doing, that's pretty that's pretty awesome, bro. It's a it's a very exciting time to be in uh, in mortgage lending, just in general. I do think that right now, Josh is. Um, I mean, there is so much opportunity for change and to do things um, different, but but better, right? And and again, as we've as we've discussed before, it really isn't about wholesale versus retail. You know, it, it's more about physical distribution versus direct lending, and and that's what I'm what I'm most interested in in supporting. And that I still believe strongly that physical distribution is a better execution for borrowers. And it's extremely important um, in terms of how you can, you know, excel at service and, and support borrowers locally in their communities. And so the, the key though, I think where, where things are, are, um, are changing quickly is these consumer direct models. You can't, you can't blame them. I mean, these are very well-run businesses. And even that, like, this is not like a, you know, it shouldn't be a contentious thing. It's an opportunity, I think, for for us to learn right from different companies and what companies are doing uh, to to be successful in certain areas. And specifically, it really is about changing the lens of the originator to look at to look at what they're doing long term, to look at look at their customers long term and how to create a customer for life and the value of that customer long term as opposed to just trying to originate their next loan. That, that to me is the inflection point that the industry needs to make. Um, now I am clearly biased in that I do, uh, uh, you know, I do feel strongly that right now wholesale is a, is a really good execution for originators. And that's again, not to say that retail isn't, but I think for the first time in, in a very long time, if you look at the wholesale channel, you know, the advantages that retail has had over wholesale are slowly going away. Wholesale is gaining ground at a very fast pace in terms of market share. And that's clearly showing that brokers are extremely good at, at, at generating purchase business. Um, and if you look at the lenders behind them, there are ample lenders out there that can support them just as good as, as originator would get at a retail lender. Absolutely. So let's expand on that. There's a lot more I want to talk about, but you're kind of saying, because we are seeing this movement in the wholesale world. And and I know you you are kind of biased with, with where you're at, but why do you think that shift is being made? I mean, there's some people that we all know that are kind of making, you know, they're making some great noise. Is that the only reason why? But why the shift to wholesale? Why are we seeing so much of that? Why is it being discussed? Retail, like you said, retail still has a huge presence. I mean, they're still the dominating force in the industry, but why this, why this shift in wholesale all of a sudden? 
Well, it's um, it's a number of factors, actually. And so so, you know, part of its product. Right. And so you see, I, I do think that you're seeing in the industry now a, a, a reemergence of non-agency lending and historically brokers have been able to support that better because they have more optionality in, in terms of being able to go to different lenders. That's one. Um, a big part of it is systems, right? And that's, that's obviously what, um, what Anthony's doing with Arrive and building out, you know, a system that can actually, you know, instead of having all these disparate systems in, in, in you know, a point of sale system, a pricing engine, a, a CRM, actually having something that would be competitive against a retail platform. I think that is, is exciting to me. That's, that's probably one of the biggest impediments that, that I've seen over the years. And then third, I'd say that, you know, just the, the change in the overall attitude towards servicing is, is causing somewhat of uh, a bias towards wholesale and that for the first time, many companies, right. Not just, not just home point are looking at, you know, how can they partner with, with brokers longer term, right. Leveraging kind of the servicing aspect of the industry uh, to create a better result, not just for, you know, the broker, but also for the lender and the, the company that ultimately ends up owning the servicing. I think that that, that is a big going to play an important role in uh, in the next six to 12 months, especially. So you bring up servicing. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, but let's kind of get into it for a second because there is this conversation that's happened, this wholesale lending, which kind of is why Brawl back in the day started was this wholesale, this, this wholesale lending idea. But let's, let's kind of expand on that because it's not just hotel lending. What are your thoughts when it comes to, I mean, wholesalers actually selling the servicing rights because they're kind of one and the same. How does, how does that affect brokers and even originators? Right. And that's, so that's what's kind of I do want to change the dialogue on that a, a little bit in that, you know, it, it's not it's not people or lenders trying to steal customers. If, if you look at both sides of it, you know, well, let me take a step back. So so I think, as you know, we did a little experiment here at HomePoint and we actually for six months measured the wholesale component of our portfolio uh, and the the originators effectiveness at recapturing the left our portfolio. And what we found was only 14% of those loans that left our portfolio, right, came back to the original LO or broker company. And that's regardless of the loan coming back through HomePoint. That was any, any lender out there. And that compares to an industry, you know, kind of best in class of, you know, 65, 70, 75%. And so there's a pretty big delta between the recapture performance of a, uh, of a broker, right, uh, uh, against, you know, some of these very effective, uh, successful consumer direct shops out there. And really the, the driving reason behind that is these, you know, when you, as a servicer, you have so much more of an advantage, right. In terms of understanding those customers and what they're going through and when the right time is for them to, to need their next loan that, that, you know, brokers can't even compete in that model. However, I will say that I think that the marriage of the two, where if you have brokers that are physically distributed and you're able to back them with that advantage that historically would only be available to a consumer direct lender, that can create something that is on par, if not better, right, than, than what you see in the industry today in terms of recapture and the economics that are generated off of that. And so going back to your question, if you look at whole, you know, the wholesale uh, debate that's been going on for a while, you know, there's companies out there that, that, that can't sell, you know, can't retain their servicing or selling it off every, 
you know, six to you know, 18 to you know, 24 months. And, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? That's a, that's a function of how they're structured financially. You know, they don't have the capital necessarily to, to retain that. Then there's also companies that are able to retain that servicing. And, you know, they're, they're through that retention effort and through the financial aspect of, of, of servicing and how that works, it, it necessitates them to achieve a certain level of recapture. <laughs> and so, and that's sure. what, you know, the, the conflict and that, you know, so, so either way though, from a broker's perspective, either way, they're only recapturing 14%. And so whether or not it's because they're, they're sending those loans to a lender that retains the servicing uh, and is trying to recapture their book uh, and make it financially you know, viable for, for them, or if they're selling that servicing off to another entity um, that retains servicing that, again, is obligated financially to focus on recapturing. Either way, it's, it's obviously generating the same results. And so I think the, the gap and the, the, the opportunity that exists in the industry right now is to date, no company um, has really looked at right, how do we approach this recapture problem uh, you know, as a, as a team, right. As a, from an end to end perspective in terms of involving the, the broker, the lender and the servicer in a way that's financially advantageous for all, because I will tell you that no one wins when you're only recapturing 14%. No, not <laughs> at all. An incredible amount of value a compensation economics being lost when you're only recapturing 14% hurts the originator, hurts the lender, hurts the servicer. It's bad for all. See, and this is the type of conversation because I guarantee like some of the people that are watching and for all those who are watching, you keep seeing me going back and forth here. We have an entirely new setup that we're trying out today. So you see me look our computers over here. We have a new camera that we're running. So if you see me going back and forth, but this conversation that we, we're having, Phil, I think it goes over the head of a lot, especially originators. Like they're just so focused on getting the deal and they don't understand even how the servicing is benefiting them. Like why the servicing is important, why that recapture. And I think it just goes over the head of most originators. Right. Do you agree? Totally. Yeah. And, and that's, 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 and I, I can, I can see why, because as an originator, you're, you're in the heat of the moment. You're what's most, it's human nature, right? What's, you know, typically, typically focus on, on, uh, you know, what's, what's first and foremost right in front of them. And, and so I understand why. And plus, you know, servicing is not really that sexy. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's, be honest, it's not, it's not, it's, not. it's, like, it's, it's collecting payments. It's, um, you know, looking at escrows and it's, it's fielding, you know, calls from customers, but through that, you know, that interaction, you know, it's a very meaningful interaction, right. That, that I think originators can leverage when they're partnered properly with the servicer. Um, and if you look at, you know, and this is the piece that I think, because um, I hear this a lot when I talk to our customers, well, you know, uh, so-and-so lender, they, uh, 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 you know, they, they retain the servicing for a period of time and then they sell it off. And so I don't have to worry about it for, you know, two years or whatever it is. But here's the reality. I mean, on average loans, a, a borrower doesn't need a new loan, like for every five to seven years. And so that's really the window that you're operating in and trying to retain a customer. You're not trying to retain them within the first year or two, right? Some people obviously, absolutely. But by and large, if you look at the averages, it's five to seven years out. And so if you think about human nature, people typically don't think five to seven years out. And that's, right. that's I think, fundamentally where the problem comes from is there, there's a, a general lack of understanding of just, of just the fundamentals, right, of when people are paying off. And so I think if we can educate people on that and we can make them a part of that, of the process that we go through and how we service that customer during those five to seven years. Again, 
it keeps the originator top of mind with that customer and it will, will result in a materially better, at least a lot better than 14% recapture rate. Totally. Well, this is, you mentioned this and is this, is this the servicing conversation sexy? No, it's really not. But you, like you mentioned this, and this is critical, especially as we, as the industry does continue to shift and change, it just shows that originators need to be on top of their game with education. It's educating the borrower on these things. So you said, right. like you said, so we can see that recapture go up that, that 14% that's bad for all of us. Like we, we need to improve on that. And again, the, the, the originator is the one who needs to educate. These are the type of conversations again, are they sexy? And no, do you have to go into detail, but understanding them as an originator. So you can have that type of conversation with your borrower, just giving, getting them educated on it is critical. It really is. That's, that's exactly right. And it's, it's also, you know, to add on to that, it's also understanding what works and what doesn't in terms of building that relationship. You know, there's a lot of marketing hype and buzz out there around things like credit triggers and MLS triggers and, you know, sending those back to the, the, the broker. And I, I've done that before. And I will tell you that that's probably one of the most, you know, it's the least effective way at recapturing a customer because by then, you know, when a credit trigger occurs or a borrower has listed their home, at that point, you know, the vast majority of the time, they've already made their decision on who they're going with you know, for their, for their next loan. And, and if you aren't talking to them before then, it's already too late. And so we really do need to shift the, the dialogue and the tools and, and, and the, you know, how the, the servicers and are supporting the broker to, to be something that, that is less transactional and more about collectively how we build a better, tighter relationship with that borrower that's meaningful such that when they need that next loan, they're thinking about you, right? And it's not it's not you just trying to like use data and triggers to predict it and hope you catch them on a good day when they need a loan, right? Right. Yeah, there's so much more to it than that. I think we hear triggers and we hear these different things that are like loan officers should be paying attention to, but or being paying attention to. But when it comes down to it, it's that relationship. It's creating that relationship. Right. We, we, right. It sounds so cliche, but really when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, it's that relationship that you have with the borrower, that trust, that confidence you've built with them that they're going to, that five to seven years that you talked about, like that's when they're going to be like, oh yeah, Phil, he, he absolutely was the most, he was on point. He knew what he was talking about. Not only did he get us a great rate, because that's so many people focus on rate and pricing, which is important. I'm not saying it's not, but there's more to it. There's more to that conversation that, most originators, just, they're just not having right now. That's exactly right. I mean, if you look at, you know, again, it's easy to focus on how much your money you're going to make on one transaction. But if you broaden your view and you look at the lifetime value of the customer, you know, I think, I think people will see it a little differently in terms of what makes more financial sense and where their priorities should be. You will make a lot more money if you're able to retain that customer. So much money is spent on the front end to, to, to get a customer, Right. At the end of the day, if you're not retaining that customer, you're just kind of running in place. You're never really this, creating real value. This is key. We're, I think we're really more in a transactional business right now than a retentional business. Like, yes. we're not focusing on the retaining them, the, the retention of it. It's so transactional. And I love that you're talking about this, Phil, because, again, it's not the conversation that's coming up all the time. And as originators, it's like transaction, 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 move on, move on. <laughs> But the retention, my you know, partner, yeah, partnering with somebody like HomePoint, I know you guys are rolling out some stuff that I don't know if we can get into or not, but <laughs> I kind of give you a little some, some stuff to come is uh, what you guys are
guys are working on at home point, I mean, that it's about the retention and the importance of that for the originator and how you're partnering with originators, helping them on that, because it, it really does come back to that retention, Phil. That's exactly right. And I think that's where a home point is unique. And again, this is not, there's a lot of good companies out there. And so I don't yeah. think what I'm, what I'm excited about and, and the gap that, that I'm trying to fill is, you know, one, we are a company that's, that's, that's only focused on wholesale, right? That is our TPO in general. I mean, we have correspondent, we have, we have wholesale. And I, I think that, that, you know, my, my, my stated mandate, if you will, from Willie Newman, our, our CEO, um, who's basically been in wholesale his entire career, is to become the best wholesale lender out there. Uh, and the company's only, you know, at this point, four years old, and so we're relatively new. And and what's what's really exciting about that is when you're when you're that new, you you kind of have the ability to 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 sculpt it right the way you want. And 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 so as we're 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 in this really exciting time where I think HomePoint is one able to focus on building the better mousetrap in, in wholesale over the next, you know, 12 to, to 24 months, as well as, you know, we're uniquely positioned from a servicing standpoint and that very few lenders in wholesale are retaining the servicing on the majority of their customers, which because they don't have the capital structure to, to do that. And so, and again, it's not saying there's anything wrong with people that are selling the servicing. It's, it's not a, a good or bad thing. It's a financial necessity either way. And we've just chosen to take the path of, of, Hey, this is, you know, this is what we deem is the right strategy, you know, that will win in the future. And that is retaining the servicing, but it's incredibly important through that effort that we figure out a better mousetrap on retaining those customers. Cause at the end of the day, that's what will make, you know, when you retain servicing, a big part of what makes that financially viable is your ability to retain customers. And what's really interesting is if you look at kind of historically lenders that retain servicing, you know, through consumer direct and the traditional things that, that are effective, they're really, really only effective on the, on the, on the refi side. Right. Yeah. And so my belief and in, in what I think will be unique around what we're doing at home point is if we can combine that retention effort with the broker out in the field, I think it will make us through the physical distribution more effective at retaining purchase runoff, right? Because when a purchase loan leaves you, it's usually because the agent's directing it to the next lender, you know, and you have a much better chance if you have people out in the field that have those agent relationships, hence why we're so focused on partnering with the broker because of their physical distribution, right? And so instead of only focusing on recapturing the predominant amount or, or the most amount of refis we can on our servicing port, our goal is going to be how do we recapture everything, right? And if you look at the economics of that, you know, consumer direct obviously has a higher margin in terms of what you can make, you know, compared to wholesale. But if you look at the economics, if I can recapture more of it, even if it's a lower margin, that's a better outcome. And I also think it's more sustainable, right? And so to be be specific to your question, you know, we will be in the next, I can't, you know, this is something we've been working on the last six months. And and I will be able to, to announce some, some programs during the coming months. But very specifically, we'll be announcing a, a customer for life program that will will line item out the financial aspect of what we're doing and the relationship we'll have with brokers, how it will work, um, and how we intend to you know fully and, and not a sending credit triggers and MLS triggers. I'm talking about fully partner with the you know with the broker, and that is taking some of the the disciplines that have proven to be effective, resulting in 70% recapture rate in consumer direct. And giving that 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 infrastructure and support to a broker, which no one no one to date has done. So I say it hasn't been done. I, I mentioned this in the beginning, guys. 
Revolutionary is what I'm talking about. That's the word we're going because again, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> HomePoints. What you guys are doing, and that's why Shred is so excited to be to be working and partnering with HomePoint, just because you are. It's about the originator and ultimately about the end consumer. That's really where it's at. That should be where our focus is. That's where the relationship is. And ultimately the retention, like without the consumer, like it, it's, it's nothing anyway. So I think it's, it's an incredible conversation. And uh, I know we've taken a lot of your time, but I want to end on this. I, I, we've been talking about some things that most may not see as sexy, but honestly, you need to see it. You need to, we need to be having these discussions, but as the market continues to shift, as things continue to change in the industry, where should originators really be focusing? Where should their efforts be looking to to continue to build and continue to thrive with companies like HomePoint. Yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 simple. Um, we've we've and you said it earlier. We have to shift the lens that people look through to be less transactional and more about how they're they're creating customer for life. When you create a customer, you spend so much energy, time, money, right, in in obtaining that relationship to not maximize the value of that investment over time is, is, is just a, a waste. And so I think, I think the biggest change that we can make is an industry. And, and, and the, the reason why this change hasn't occurred is everyone's looking at it in silos. The servicers looking at it on their own, the lender, the, the, the broker, if we can change it such that everyone, you know, who participates in, 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 in that is part of that ecosystem is part of it. I think that's that is one. It's really exciting and something I definitely want to be a part of. Um, and 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 two, I think that it it everyone wins, right? Everyone in that in that value change wins, and most importantly, the borrower wins, right? Because I think at the end of the day, they'll get a better experience, they'll get better support, they'll get access to better products and price. Everyone wins. Everybody, and that's the mentality. Everyone wins together. We have to have that mentality working like together. That everyone wins together. Let's let's use that going forward. <laughs> everyone wins together. That's us, me and you, Phil. We got it right here. First thing I'm live with Shred. But hey, man, really appreciate you hanging out this morning. Some incredible insights and tips that you have shared with us. And if you're joining us live, make sure you comment or uh, comment below hashtag Shred. And if you are watching us on the replay, hashtag Hustle. But again, Phil, thanks so much. You have shared some incredible insights, some incredible knowledge, some things that originators should be partnering with great companies like HomePoint to make sure that retention continues to build and we're not just transactional. So thanks so much, brother. We appreciate you. Awesome, man. Enjoyed it. Thank you. Guys, big things to come from HomePoint and Shred. We're, again, so excited to be growing and doing so many good things. We have big announcements to come. HomePoint has big announcements to come. You're definitely going to want to stay tuned. But in the meantime, Shred, show up, hustle, repeat every day. We'll see you guys soon.